honestly, you got to play something later. Just improv, <laughs> improv, like no thinking. Let's do it. Because you've done this since you were 11. Right. So later on, you can just like play anything that you feel like playing from the deepest part of your heart. And I have another idea because I oh, sure. couldn't That's play great. Over the Rainbow, like somewhere over the rainbow. If that is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I created my own lyrics to it. Mm. And I'm not going to tell you what I actually wrote. You're just going to play it. And I'm going to sing over it. Okay. And just try not to laugh. <laughs> no, and this I is so exciting. can't I'm wait to do this with you. I can't do it either. <laughs> outside the matrix. forever welcome to the universe what if i told you that you have the universe within what would you want to explore well you have come to the right space this is the universe with naomi hoot are you ready Like, yeah. Like, yeah, baby. All right. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. What's up? Hello, beautiful universers, and welcome to yet another episode on the Universe Podcast. Today, I have the incredible magician, Vishy, with me, who is a, as I wrote on my list of people I would like to interview and talk to, a self-made passion musician would you like to introduce yourself well wow. wow. what an introduction though like that is so nice to hear you say thank you firstly <laughs> but um it's also so nice to hear you do that whole introduction with your podcast i like it so much it's such a yeah it's so nice to hear honestly it's always been my dream like to call to... <laughs> everyone universers <laughs> That's the I whole love point it, of it so much. That's good. I like it. Yeah. So it just crossed my mind one day. I was like, oh, how cool would it be to actually call people universers just because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I always believe in creating a tribe or allowing for people to connect. Like right. that's what it's all about in the first place. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, it would be so cool to call people yeah, universers. universers. Yeah. Like start a tribe and like fam. We a family, man. <laughs> yeah i love it universes so what to you actually is your universe within because the definition that i actually put out there in my introduction was i believe that everyone has the universe within Mm -hmm. so have you connected to your universe and what does that mean to you wow have i connected to my universe i feel like i connect a lot with as many things as possible when i'm in my own thoughts a lot of the time because I think for like me as a person I'm more introspective and I'm I think about how I feel about things and how the world works and how people feel about things I do and when I reflect like that I feel I understand myself a lot better and that is my way I guess of connecting with everybody or or, and everything and I guess that is the universe so that's how I feel connected to universe by reflecting about things or like Um, I'm having journeys where I learn different things, uh, traveling, meeting different people, uh, talking about things, all kinds of things, anything in the world that you feel like talking about. It's just limitless. Yeah. And just discovering all kinds of things. It seems also like you're quite an empath, like in Mm -hmm. general. And I actually observe that about you, how you always have this underlying understanding, even if you don't agree with something, Mm -hmm. it's like you... You try and put yourself into that person's perspective. Right. Did you ever realize that you were an empath or did you ever think about it? What is the definition of an empath? An empath is when you're sensitive to not just your... You're not just thinking about yourself. Like, this is my personal interpretation, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you can maybe share what you maybe think about it. But it for me, it is um, really feeling into other people's ways of life and the way they see reality the way they feel Mm -hmm. and where this feeling or reaction or way of judgment or even anything comes from where does it come from so being an empath is about put being having the ability to put yourself into another person's shoes and perspective right And then being compassionate Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. And then from that place of receiving all the information that is not actually mentioned, 
like when you say like eyes carry so much Mm -hmm. behind like just the words you can hear someone say something but it actually doesn't seem like that person is speaking the truth because you can see but even beyond that you can also feel and an empath is more about tapping into that feeling Mm -hmm. yeah okay i think i am like so if it's a skill i guess i i don't feel as as strongly about things as some people do I do think about other people's feelings, definitely. I always thought that somebody who was an empath, or at least this was the definition that I thought it was, feels so much that it weighs them down. Is that not what it is? That's actually the difficult part. So there are many people that are an empath and are Mm -hmm. receiving and giving so much, giving Mm -hmm. more than they can actually handle and are putting so much weight on their shoulders and the responsibilities of others because they are so sensitive that they don't know how to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. And being an empath, especially as someone that is sensitive, like I'm an empath. Yeah. I'm such an empath. I did a breathwork session, a breathing exercise in Bali, Mm -hmm. and I started crying during the entire breathing exercise journey, which was three hours long of just doing these different breathing exercises. And I started crying. Like, I was like, why am I crying? Mm -hmm. I'm in a happy place right now. Like, I'm seeing, like, colors and, like, having visions and, like, traveling to places just from breathing, by the way. But then suddenly a tear starts going down my eye. And I'm like, okay, hold up, what's going on? But it was kind of difficult for me to comprehend. But when the music got softer, I realized that the guy next to me was crying so much and feeling so much pain that I actually felt his pain without even realizing it and started crying. And I didn't know that they were not my tears. So as in, yes, they were my tears, but Mm -hmm. it was not my pain. And that's what happened during the breathing exercise journey. And that's when I realized I'm in that state or in that um, environment. I I was an even bigger empath than normally, which I normally already am, though. So that really amplified that and made it very... uh, clear to me that I need to set boundaries and also be able to protect myself in in like states where I'm not possibly aware of whose energies I'm actually taking on into my life right okay yeah see so I think like feeling that much like how you felt during that breathing class I mean I don't think I've ever been in that kind of a situation where I can just get the energy of somebody like that and just cry like that i mean i think that's what i thought too though that but see having an experience like that is life-changing actually because you realize how strong these feelings can be and that we're all connected that we're all connected because like another human in another body does not mean that that person is separate yes because you could be feeling their pain without even knowing the person he was a stranger to me and like no joke he looked like a gangster Mm -hmm. he had like tats was a big macho guy he came in and was like oh man this guy's like okay he's tough and he was crying and screaming throughout the most but the music was so loud that i couldn't even like hear it Mm -hmm. until i felt the tear go down my eye and was like what is going on? And then I realized when it became softer, it was him. And we're not separate. No matter how different he is, this happened to Mm -hmm. me. And this has never happened to me before, by the way, like crying when I didn't know why and it was someone else's pain. But that, you're right. It was life-changing because we're not separate. Did you believe in things like that before? Like that you could just sit beside somebody who was emoting that much and you without you even looking did you ever believe that something like that could happen that you could just burst into tears no so or like th- the thing is just cry but yeah the yeah. thing is i didn't know it was possible so i'm a person that never shuts possibilities out never mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's i guess something my optimism or openness whatever it is yeah. i never really shut um, possibilities out nor do i really say that oh this is definitely the truth or mm-hmm. this is like what i think is is real because i maybe have just not experienced it yet yeah so at that point in time it wasn't even a place of whether i believed it or not i just didn't know it was possible right until it happened right. and then i was like oh my gosh like i i literally judged him first instinct when he came in and was like oh this macho guy like okay tough fella you know like, yeah. i was just like but but no no bad judgment it was yeah. just an observation but obviously we all have patterned beliefs yeah and like it falls into specific categories like Absolutely. this is a type of person he might be mm-hmm. but then he was crying the most and i was crying with him and that to me it was like i never knew that was possible nor did i ever have that chance to even believe it or not mm-hmm. it just happened right I actually wanted to ask you, 
How is that like for you in music? I remember the first time I met you and I was so blown away by the energy that I was feeling from you. I didn't even know what energy meant that time because I met you at when I was 15 and I went to some... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't believe it, by the way. Like, can we just take a moment here? I was 15 yeah. and I was... Um, going to some random music jam that I got invited to, uh, got invited to by Ken, I think, mm-hmm. who is a street uh, musician busker, busker. Yeah. and I loved to sing. So he just invited me, and you were in the room, and there were like I think altogether ten people, yeah. and you were just having your guitar in your hand, in your lap, and just jamming, playing, like smiling all the time. And you were talking like actually the least out of most people. But mm-hmm. for some reason, I was like, this guy is incredible. Oh, so this sweet. guy specifically. And five years later, here we are doing a <laughs> podcast. Right. But it's, it's just, crazy. It's crazy. But I want to ask you, what is that like for me uh, as a musician? Like, do you tap into this place inside of you when you... Like what happens when you are creating music from a state of flow, maybe? Or what do you call that? Yeah. Um, firstly, thank you so much for saying all those things. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I remember that day too. And it was, uh, it was a sm- yeah, it wasn't that big a group of people. I think it was like 10 people. And I remember seeing you there too. And it was just very nice because I, I think was all so of young. You- <laughs> yeah, but you were so, you were so positive. You're smiling so much. And it was so nice to see you enjoying the music and being a part of everything, you know? When I make music, I feel I don't think about this enough, only when people ask me and then I realize, but it is true that I actually do go to a place where I'm just like, it's just this flow, like you said, like I just, I'm able to tune out and just create sounds that I feel like creating, you know? And it is such a blessing. I feel grateful to be able to, to emote express yeah and and to express myself through music and and guitar because thinking about it like yes when somebody starts learning guitar like it's always it always has to do with um, maybe the technical side of it you know you sit down you have to press your fingers against these steel strings that might hurt your fingers and you That's know, me, and, guys. <laughs> Literally and, me. I tried playing Over the Rainbow and I couldn't even do that because I can't get the pattern just, nor the fingers right. Oh, no. You just practice. So, like, I just practiced a lot and, like, it was a, it was quite mechanical first. But, like, I, I feel like I was always just drawn to it for some reason. Like, I come back from school and the first thing I do is, well, okay, I finish my homework and pack my bags because my mom made me do that <laughs> which is great which get, is get good. it done with get it done with and then I was able to sit down and play guitar I used to put this high stool uh, by my window and play guitar and um it was just I just used to zone out and practice and try to just nail like whatever I I, I was trying to play and this I think I was only like 11 years old and wow yeah so hold up <laughs> i thought you were like maybe 16 in like middle school see i don't know yeah it was my brother who brought the guitar back i think and then but i just took to it like i just started playing a lot wow and i think just doing that a lot it became so natural for me to just play because i i started i started to reach a level where i was comfortable um moving my fingers and the fretboard and knowing what kind of sounds it will make and like how to emote different things via different patterns, you know? And can I just say yeah. something? I'm like burning to say something. <laughs> Firstly, you gotta play something later. <laughs> just improv, improv, like no thinking. Let's do it. Like whatever it is, because you've done this since you were 11. Right. Beyond age, beyond time, you anyways go into this timeless space. So later on, you can just like play anything that you feel like playing from the deepest part of your heart and i have another idea because i couldn't play over the rainbow like somewhere over the rainbow if that is that's what it's called i think so yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i created my own lyrics to it Mm. and i'm not gonna tell you what the lyrics is Uh like what what i actually wrote you're just gonna play it and I'm gonna sing over it okay. and just try not to laugh. <laughs> no, and this I'm is so exciting. I'm like, I have I really wanted to put this out there, but this felt 
like this feels like the perfect time mm-hmm. to actually like show my lyrics about this oh song God, i can't I'm, wait to do this with you i can't wait either <laughs> that is such an honor that's great i'm, I'm okay, looking forward just to try see. really hard not to laugh and just keep playing I and I'll, I'll like this is what happens in my song right i literally create like the stupidest shit but you'll see what i mean no absolutely okay, cool. i'm uh, so excited for it okay cool <laughs> i'm so excited anyway sorry you can no, continue it's, <laughs> uh, no, it's all good so i was you go into this like you've been practicing ever right. since and that's why you felt like you could express yeah and emote a certain way and i think it was I, th- I think passing that level of like just being able being comfortable to express myself like that it was only after that, that i was able to just really tune out and not have to think about it so much when i play you know yeah because that's when really i i think i play the best when i don't have to actually think of the technical side of it and or how my right hand is moving or how my left hand is moving it's just that that in flow you are the art yeah you know like it's just and it's so it's so rewarding and i'm so blessed and so lucky that i'm able to do something like that i'm grateful for it because i every time i go on stage and if i play something that i'm really feeling or that i really like nothing else matters nothing else matters you just get lost it's so so much fun you become the art wow it's it's honestly so fulfilling to even be able to melt into your craft where you've spent so much time like practicing on the technical Mm -hmm. aspects that you don't even think about it becomes just like a flow everything is a dance like a flow nearly and it's just beautiful that you've mastered something like that because the fact that you have this mastery this skill for life Mm -hmm. like some people never get there so yeah. what would your advice be for oh, someone gosh. that well, wants to start, uh, like who wants to experience this flow state or never has or, yeah, what yeah. would your advice be? The most important thing I always, I think about it is whatever you do, it's ultimately, you want you want it to go back into the world and connect with people. And it's always very rewarding when not just you, but many other people can enjoy what you do even if it's for a living or as a hobby. But I always remind myself that even if it's music, like I don't think of what's the coolest thing to play on stage. I don't think of like the most fancy riff or like the most int- like complicated guitar part. All I'm trying to do really is to emote and to play in a way where people feel something. It's so much more rewarding for somebody, for me, when someone comes up to me after a show and says, I really felt that, like I really felt that part that you played or it brought me back to a time where you know like I remembered I was in this place and this song was playing and thank you for that experience hearing that is so much more rewarding than somebody coming up to me and saying oh that was like a really nice uh lick that you played in the yeah. Mixolydian mode like you know a nice like cover yeah oh my gosh like yeah. isn't cover like yeah. your enemy word <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, I, I don't know I think no I'm joking can... by the way oh, okay. <laughs> No, but like if you're like somehow bringing your own twist into even a cover, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I wish everyone who's listening right now could feel how like the energy is right now. Like I feel every single word you're saying. And it's so true. It's like the feeling created is priceless Mm -hmm. and timeless. Mm -hmm. And not everyone can can bring that exact feeling it's very unique and individual i hope many people can try to find that so Mm -hmm. my advice would be really like to just do something that you love and focus on doing it well like put in the effort to do it well because um with that skill and with that knowledge you can actually help people and even make a difference in somebody's life and that means so much you know and that's what has helped me even like be happy when playing music i i'm not the best guitar player and I know that, and I'm okay with that. What what makes me? I think what separates me from other from some players is that I I I think the 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 main thing on my mind is just em, like I want to emote something over here. You know, like I always think about the emotion and how I'm able to portray that in whatever I'm playing. So mm. I think that is what helps me go into this mode of like just expressing myself because I'm thinking about about how I feel about something and not the you know not the nuts and bolts of it or like who is there and who's watching or like it's always trying to get into this zone and i still struggle with it sometimes like mm-hmm. there are times where i don't i don't go into the zone as easy there are times so many times i'm even nervous or like i make mistakes and like that happens but 
We are all just human and it's perfectly fine to do that. I wish you could just whip out your guitar right now and just play <laughs> something song. in the zone. In this zone. You know what? Let's do that later though because I still have a couple of questions. Of course. Um, okay. I want to know what season in life you're in right now. How has quarantine, how has lockdown been for you? What is something you discovered about yourself? Mm-hmm. What is something that you'd like to share that has right. been very present in your life right now? Okay. Well, you're not going to believe this. I think... I'm a bit late to this. Like, I think everyone discovered this many, many years ago. I'm only just discovering this. I'm I, still on Hotmail, so I'm not judging. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> you laughed at me. I'm on Hotmail, okay? I laughed because I have Hotmail too. Oh my gosh, high five. <laughs> yeah. I still use it. You don't even want to know my address. It's so bad. It's some some weird thing. Oh I, I think gosh. I created it in primary school. Tell us about your outdatedness in life. But no, it, <laughs> I I think I only just recently discovered that I love reading books, mm. like book books. You know, like I've always I've always read about things, but it's always articles online, Google googling something, and then like jumping to a whole bunch of different articles. I tr- I try to get different sources of things to be um, as fair as possible because I don't want any uh, wider yeah, perspective, yeah. right? But there's something so nice about a, a book, like buying a book and actually reading it like from the start to the end, because I think, like I think I was telling you earlier, like there's this commitment that I think the author makes to writing a book and the, the whole, th- the thought that goes into it and like putting together a whole book, everything's just so nicely set and freezed. It's such a joy to read something so, so well thought out and, and well said. Of course, if the book is good. And like, but the thing is, even if it's not a good book to you, it Mm -hmm. might be good to someone Someone else. else. But also, it's really about the time and the intention and the love and the commitment in general. Like all those little ingredients that add up to a finished, published book. Book. And even when the book is written, it doesn't mean that it's going to be published. Right. And going through that whole process of even like then publishing it, finding a company that wants to support it, finding the editors, Mm -hmm. a cover artist, like all the effort. And then you have that book in your hands. Right. Yeah. It's so amazing. It's magic, to be honest. Like, okay, as you guys can tell, I love to read so (laughs) much. (laughs) You probably think it's crazy that I'm only just realizing that that. I love reading books, but yeah, that's, that's something I've been doing. Like, I wish that everyone could feel this way. Yeah. Because um, reading, like... It's I think just, I'm just one of the few that feel this, like, who just figured out that reading's good. I think everybody figured it out way, like, many, many years ago. You but know? it depends. Like, the thing is, that's great if people did, but then often we forget. Yeah. So it's also about that reconnecting. Re- yeah to the reading like Mm -hmm. I used to like okay so I went to the German school Mm -hmm. and I only learned German in second grade so before second grade I couldn't really speak German properly and I went my my parents put me in the German section and the first three years were the most difficult and like awful years of my life I was crying every day in second grade I was like I want to go back to the euro section I couldn't understand the people on the German side and then only in fifth grade like the three years were horrible. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. even do math and I loved math, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do it because I didn't understand the question because it was in German. Because it was in German. <laughs> yeah. So only when I was in fifth grade, I decided, you know what, I'm going to give books another try. And that's when I started to read. And then I developed such a love to read to like to just having a book in my hand and like even though I didn't understand it I like it took me a year to convince myself to read a book though but then (laughs) when it happened I was so obsessed with reading that that was what taught me German and that was that was the point in time the moment in life where everything changed in my school and I started understanding math problems Mm -hmm. because I like understood the question and from there it just went upwards but it was finding that love to reading a book that actually taught me the language German that is awesome and like it's so powerful but then after I was done with school I obviously like I didn't read as much as I did before and then really this year and last year it was about reconnecting to reading finding that love again picking up a good book about like whatever season I am in in life right now and finding that same love and joy 
to read. Mm-hmm. And I'm right now doing Speed Reading by Jim Quick. Yeah. It's amazing. I need to, I need to get so on it. It's so good. Like, yeah, I feel like I want to discover speed, re- speed reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so first good. thought that it was like just, you know, like, like, like we talked about earlier. It's just like skimming through yeah because and that's why i was actually like not that keen on doing this course at first because i was more like i'm just gonna do jim quick's like memory course but Mm -hmm. then i started the speed reading one um with my friend marshall so we Mm -hmm. have been doing it the past five days at the same time accountability partners always help by the way yeah Yeah, extremely like helps so much so i started his course and i've been taking in all the knowledge from the books but Mm -hmm. also tripled my speed of reading the book whilst instead of like getting tired at some point and also my eyes being very tired because I wear contact lenses like way too long actually literally you do you do do, I did not know that without it I'm as good as blind do you wear glasses yes I do oh wow I even brought mine because my eyes were a bit sensitive today okay so I usually wear them 16 hours and you're only supposed to wear contacts for eight Mm -hmm. so I was like oh no like sometimes that happens during reading but this course is changing the entire relationship to reading Mm -hmm. and I'm finding I'm, I'm having so much joy that I look forward to reading on like the bus or in the MRT or at home taking that intentional 20 minutes a day in the morning if I am committed to my morning routine and then read the book you know like I can relate to you look so excited yeah because I'm like oh my god now in my days I look the things I look forward to is like I I wake up and I make a nice like hot drink after breakfast Mm. and I like to just go and just get a book and read it's so like that's what I look forward to like at least during this quarantine time a lot of time was spent sleeping and eating for sure. And just mm-hmm. like. And you have a new kitty. <laughs> and I've been, yeah, we have a he's kitty. He's so cute. His name so is cute. Mavi. Mavi. M-A-V-I. Yeah. He's means blue in he Turkish. He looks so peaceful right now. Oh. Yeah. Like his eyes. Blue. Blue in Turkish. Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. And you're saying he's sleeping. And, and, and uh, what books do you read? Were you reading though during quarantine? Um, or like when you found your love again to read? <laughs> so. It first started, I think, with this... Um, oh, I forgot about this. There was this one book. The first one that I think I read during quarantine was... It's called Loss Adjustment. It's, I think, by Linda... Linda something. I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. But um, it was quite a heavy book. It was about her daughter. She committed suicide, uh, I think, when she was 17. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, the book is just all about her mom, um, the, the author, writing about the months leading up to before the suicide like the because her daughter journaled like a, a bunch of things and like her feelings about everything in life and school and the um the author also wrote about her, her how she dealt with it like with her daughter passing and it was it was i think i thought it was a really good book i mean she it it sheds light on a lot of things that we don't we don't really think about like what for example was what was like one thing that really made you think wow um or where did you really feel the thing about this book is that the author is actually from singapore and she's actually uh uh she writes for the straits times oh uh, yeah what so yeah so (gasps) that's so like different vibes because i thought it was very like you when she wrote in her book like she referred to a lot of places in singapore that you know you know like like tanglin or like uh, she talked <gasps> about like places like that where you could it's you know? relatable yeah so and and like for this, everyone in singapore at least yeah also the, visit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she did talk a lot about the school system here because like i think there was some pressure of like being um because she was uh, what you would describe as quirky you know as a my dad going, calls me that yeah <laughs> She she so she was a she was different I think compared to the other people in school, and she felt very alone and I think it it was also probably depression and like there there were a few things that she considered but all in all like I think it was just some things to think about is like there's just the school system over here can just be very demanding sometimes and we need to just slow down a bit and like pay attention to some things that we might miss. Mm. you know um because it's always about the whole image over here a lot of the time schools focus on the image um you seem like you can relate did you experience that too um because i went to an international school so i it might be different right but you went to a local school i did i did go to a local school Um, my school experience was yeah definitely different from other people i think because i 
So I left school when I was 15, or at least I left the neighborhood school when oh, I was 15. Yeah. I remember and you telling me this a while back. Yeah, that is like, nobody does that in Singapore. So like, you like nobody, left? I just I just You didn't left. graduate, you just like left graduate. at 15? I left at 15. Oh, it's, whoa. it's very scary. So I, I, I was in Express, I was doing all right, you know, and when I wanted to leave, I think I left because I realized that I... I wanted to do music and I didn't really want to study music because I I felt like getting that qualification will probably just mean that I can teach in the future. And I, I knew that I wanted to do shows for a living or at least like play more shows than teach. That's a very courageous and bold move to do at 15. Yeah. Like who I, even knows what they want to do at 15? I didn't I, even know at 18. Yeah. I took two gap years and my two gap years turned into eternal gap years, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a constant, continuous That's journey of gap years. Yeah. Sorry, parents. <laughs> yeah, so the education you get from school and outside is so different, right? I mean, I, I don't think school is... I think school is great. Like if you know what you're going to do and like, and if it works for you and that's what you, you think will help you in the future, then that's great. You should do it. But like, I think during that time, like I felt like the, um, the teachers maybe like, or even, I think it was just me basically. Like I, I just didn't feel like you I wanted didn't to, resonate with I didn't want to spend time there. It was a, a lot of things that I didn't want to deal with. And, um, I realized that I, I wanted to, there were other things I could do with my time, like actually just practicing and getting better at what I love doing and educating myself outside of school, which is a real thing. Like you actually need to to make that effort to learn about what's going on and not just because like leaving school from having that much structure to having no structure suddenly can be overwhelming and it can be quite a crazy You're the thing. only one that's creating your structure. That's why. Yeah. And a lot of the times, a lot of the time, I think there was no structure, but sometimes I work well with no structure. Sometimes I do. It's about finding that sweet spot, I think, that balance and motivating yourself and trying to, you know, create an environment in which you you work well in. Yeah. How was yeah. that for you? What, like, um, how were your parents? My parents are the coolest. They have always been very supportive with what I do. That's beautiful, um, by the way. That is. It's I'm, very rare. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm so grateful for that. Even for me. So mm -hmm. I also decided um, recently, this year actually, that I do not want to go to university. Mm -hmm. It took me two years of gap years to realize that every time I was about to go to university, I applied, I got accepted. I even did all the research like that everyone else did. And like international business was mm -hmm. like going to be my path. It just right. seems so surreal right now. Yeah. But just... Three months ago, I still had the idea in my head, like, I have to go to university because everyone around me is going. I'm the last person, at least of what I know of, mm -hmm. in my entire, in my graduation grade that is not in university yet. Mm -hmm. Or yet, but also, like, decided not to go. Right. At least of what I know of, I'm the only one. I don't know, but there were, like, I most of my friends are all in uni. And making that choice and mm -hmm. telling my parents that, guys you know what, like, I realized and got so much clarity by self-discipline and traveling and just experiencing and learning from people around me, that education is not only university, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's the people I meet. It's the things that I'm interested in and invest time into and passion, dedication, commitment. It's hard work, okay. but it's a different type of education, but it still is education, education. Yeah. and like you realize at 15 which is just <laughs> insane and i well, realized it at at 20 but it took me like two years to make that decision but from 18 onwards i still decided you know i'm gonna take a break i yeah. knew that i was always ready to be out of school and i just want to experience and yeah like so how were the first three years for you because i just can't imagine yeah um so i i was out oh, I did, I was in homeschooling for a while. I was homeschooled for like, like a year. Mm -hmm. I barely did any work. I was always <laughs> just like, um, I think I only completed like three assignments. Got A's for all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Who was the, the examiner? Was it, was it your mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I actually really had to send in the work to like okay, the school. Yeah. Like there is a school like that, that you had to follow up, that I had to follow up with. Yeah. But, um. It was, yeah, I didn't sit down to do my work. I just played a lot of guitar and I think I was just on my computer a lot, like reading about things, um, watching music videos about, I mean, like, like technical, Learning, yeah, yeah, yeah like, like theory stuff. And 
That yeah. was your school. That was my school. Yeah, I, I had to create that environment, I guess, for me. I mean, even if there was no proper structure, like it wasn't, I would be lying if I said I was disciplined at 15 to like get up at like, I don't know, 9 a.m. and like do my work till 6 p.m. It was not like that at all. My sleeping pattern was all over the place, but I still managed to find some structure in that, you know, like I worked mm. well in the nighttime and I spent a lot of time at night playing guitar and listening to like my favorite musicians and how they play and how they they stress certain notes more and how they do what where and like I was always just it was just very exciting for me to like just get lost in that world and at night time there's nobody to well the, the, mm, my the phone's silence. not ringing like nobody talks and like it's just so peaceful peaceful there's there's no like even in our day now like every few minutes like there might be a text message or something and that even though you don't react like you don't pick up your phone to like text somebody back or reply them just looking there and it breaks that energy flow like that it breaks that focus that you have and in the nighttime because n- nobody texts you I, maybe at that time we didn't have airplane mode and things like ah, that but now okay. now you can just put it on airplane mode but yeah. like at that, like you know like just at that time it's just different like when you, when you're awake in the nighttime and just focused on what you what you're doing wow that's amazing i mean it's it's i think you know finding your own sweet spot is whatever whatever works for you whatever yeah. system worked for you would you say there's anything you regret mm, i think about this a lot like i i i constantly ask myself this and there was something i was reading re- reading recently about uh like this cognitive uh biases and like cognitive dissonance um and i ask myself this a lot every few months maybe or every few years if I regret anything I did like when it comes to like leaving school that early and like just going like full on with music and seeing where it takes me and and what happens as aware as I think I am I feel like I don't regret at all and I I want to be as objective as I can about this and I want to if there comes a day where I actually look back and I'm like yeah I regret it I want to be honest with myself and say that but that day is not today and hasn't happened yet and I don't think will happen it doesn't because, have to as well yeah I, I, because I really I've enjoyed every bit of it I've been doing what I love doing it's so fulfilling to wake up every day and be able to do what you love yeah and to see the people be happy like 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 I when I play music and I see how happy it makes people and the kind of joy it brings them the it means so much like you feel full like you feel this this part of you just full you know, it's not a like a the same kind of food you feel after a meal. It's like your soul <laughs> feels like you just inside. You just feel complete and happy. You know, like you, it just feels so great. I honestly feel like that right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice. Right like, now. Yeah. It's like this is exactly what I live for. It's hearing these stories and feeling exactly what you feel because. Mm-hmm. It just it just shows the beauties and the possibilities and the limitless potential of life. Yep. And like that is exactly how I feel when you perform as well, you know? Like I've seen your shows. I've like visited you a couple times yeah. or I've bumped into you and yeah. I and I went to your shows and I really feel the way like the love that comes out from your music because that's what you are feeling. And when you have found your purpose other people can tell it's like you have this like field around you where nothing could get to you if someone doesn't appreciate it it's fine it doesn't mm-hmm. it's not even existent for you because yeah. for you it doesn't matter it's like i came here to do this and i'm doing this right now and i love what i do so much that everything else fades away and then when people come up to you and are like amazing job it's like Thank, Thank you. you. Like, uh, yeah, like, it, yeah, 100%. You're absolutely yeah. right. Wow. I'm so inspired. I can't wait for you to, like, pull out of your zone later. Okay, hold up. I want to ask you some questions. Yeah. Where did I put my phone? Oh, right. Intermission. I, yeah, inter- literally intermission. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So, this is the thing. I always hide my phone because, like you, I don't like right. having distractions. And mm-hmm. even if my phone is lying somewhere and I see it, with my with my side glance like it actually bothers me deeply right. so i always hide it and then i can't find it yeah. <laughs> so yay you actually tucked it under the pillow i literally like <laughs> sat on it i was like go away but i need you <laughs> but i'll lose you i knew it <laughs> okay what's one question you ask yourself the most wow mm. 
by the way, it's 5, 5, 5 p.m. I love that time. All right. Special Triple time. Five. Yeah. Because there's no 666. All right. Yeah. I never noticed mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, can even, you can even say, like, what question has been on your mind recently, maybe, that mm. has been reoccurring. I guess, yeah, every now and then I just check in on myself to just see if I am tricking myself. I try to make an effort to ask myself questions every day, not necessarily a recurring one, but to just check in on myself to see how truthful I am to myself. Like we are so vulnerable to self-deception and and we might just lose track of who we are and we might be lying to ourselves sometimes. So I think finding that truth is, has always been important to me. And I constantly ask myself if what I'm doing is what I'm happy doing, you know, and what I am. But these are just a few of the many things that I ask myself. I, I can't actually think of like a like one question that's recurring or like one yeah. that I ask myself the most. Like, for example, for me, one question that I, ha- that I ask myself a lot, and especially in moments where I catch myself judging mm-hmm. or when I catch myself attaching mm-hmm. or making prejudgments, assumptions, mm-hmm. I ask myself, what energy am I emitting mm-hmm. from myself in this very moment when other people might be going through something difficult or when even my mom, for example, or my sister, or even in a restaurant when something happens or anywhere, it doesn't matter where, what energy am I emitting from myself mm-hmm. in that very moment? Because we often don't realize that we are falling into a pattern and then are reacting possibly or putting out a certain frequency that is coming from a place of autopilot, a place of unawareness. Is that even a word? Yeah? Cool. (laughs) So that is something I ask myself often, especially in moments where I have learned to catch myself and be like, hmm... I could control this situation a little bit more Mm -hmm. different and be a little bit more understanding that maybe someone had a bad day. Mm -hmm. Maybe I had a bad day. Maybe I haven't been taking care of myself. And what energy am I emitting from myself right now? This is something that I've been asking myself pretty regularly this year. Yeah. It's so so nice that you're that aware about that. Like, I think it's important to be aware about the things that you ask yourself, maybe, and... Yeah, because I've, I, we spend so much time alone as well. Yeah, do you really. want to add anything before no, I move on to... No, okay, cool. So how do you know if you've lived a good life? Wow. How do I know if I've lived a good life? For me, I've always felt like so full doing what I love that I don't think I could feel like my life was not full or like not to its full potential. I mean, it's already so... It's Sometimes it might be even be bad, like... The fact that I get so much satisfaction from playing music might actually not be the best thing. Like, it's great. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm happy for it. But, like, sometimes I need to actually ask myself if, like, is that, like, should I need to do more? Like, because I feel like there's a need for me to do more. There are so many other things I want to experience doing. And I do do that. But, like, I spend way more time doing music. Mm. But I think along the way, it's also so important to ask myself, like, what I what I want to do besides music. I don't think... Yes, there's so much more I want to do, but I don't think I would feel like my life wouldn't be full if I didn't do anything else. I feel like just meeting people and loving people and making music, and I feel like that is so fulfilling already. Yeah, you know what I, can I mean? Feel like, it. like my heart is exploding right the, now. I can't even describe I mean, it. Yeah, we can go into the little details about like, oh yeah, I like to travel. I want to, you know, do mm. maybe do a business one day. Yeah, sure. Like there's so many of these little like I think of them as mini games in my life. You know. But like, Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I like love I mean, that. these are fun little adventures that I want to experience and have in my life. But I think like I, I, I've always felt full because I think the meat and bones are there. Like mm. me, like having found music is so fulfilling to me throughout my life that I'm able to now have all these mini adventures and do go off and do whatever I want to do. Like whether it's a business or like um, uh, traveling or like skydiving or whatever, you know, or like um starting a project to like help people or educate people or anything like that it's all just just things that i can do and i want to do but i feel like the most important thing is what i'm doing currently like yeah. which is music and i can't even imagine like what else like how much more i'll be doing in the future when it comes to music like i i do want to play for as many people as i can and and make music with as many people as I can and that's always just so fulfilling but I can't wait until the day and I know this is going to happen I cry beside somebody who's like 
in a breathing class. No! <laughs> Create music for yourself and put out something that is completely just yours. For sure. Because I know that you love doing it with people. Yeah. And I love that about you because you're always so excited about, you know, helping someone with their project and bringing in your little groovy twist. Mm -hmm. But... I know that someday you're going to do like your full own piece mm -hmm. and it's going to come straight from your soul or heart or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's going to come straight from that and you're doing it for the sake of doing it, not for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you already have. No, actually, yeah. There's something that I've always been wanting to do, but never got around to doing it. And Guys, you are so lucky. This oh is the be before. <laughs> like someday when I, he finally allows his heart to flow into the world completely, yeah. you all will remember <laughs> this moment. <laughs> you're, you're so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, like I, I, I hope that one day I'll do something. I know like it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> at least you have me that totally believes in you Thank with like you. nothing around yeah. it that's it yeah. <laughs> if you had one month to experience and explore anything you'd ever want to in the world what would you want to do and where would you want to be wow um i would want to be I feel like what I really want is like something I can't say like on You can. <laughs> no, I really can't. You can. <laughs> I mean <clears throat> like okay, the thing is like I believe in like um no restrictions and like this entire podcast has no boundaries, no limitations I at all. It, but but <laughs> it's up to you because yeah. personally I know that I'm going to express everything that I also thought I would never talk about ever at some point and i know it's gonna come if you don't feel like this is the time mm -hmm. or place then that's fine yeah but just know that there I are think, no limits here thank you i think it has something to do with me being in nature and like traveling around um a place with lots of mountains and maybe streams and just being in nature and being with a couple of people who mean something to me and going into that whole experience would be something i would love doing maybe with music as well like that might be fun but I think the the part that would be fun to explore would be just being in nature and being one with the, with everything that's around you. Yeah, I love that. Okay, cool. Next question. <laughs> if there was any feeling or value you'd want people to experience in the purest form, what would that be? Sorry, can you repeat that? If there were any feeling mm -hmm. you'd want people to experience in the purest form, what would that be? Uh, I feel like I keep bringing everything back to music. I hope you don't mind, but like... Oh, no. Like, I mean, you okay, are so, a musician. I literally I was, wrote self-made passion musician. I was, I was just thinking about this like a few a few days ago. I wish I wish people could feel these this feeling that I have when I play music. And I know so many people like feel this. Like, if you can play music and if you're able to get into this zone, like, great, like, go for it. And I think it's just what people feel in their element. Like, when, when they do something well or something that they love... I think when they get into that zone, that's how they feel. And that feeling is just amazing. And I feel that when I make music and when I play with people, I love playing with. And there's this moment that, like where you just get lost in everything and you play and that's an amazing feeling that I wish everyone could feel. And it's also after shows when if anybody says that the show meant something to them or a song meant something to them, that they really felt this part or that, you know, like I, I've played like music for some people and made them cry even and like... Mm. I, I, it might seem like so much, like like a little bit sadistic to think of. Like you just play and like you make somebody cry, but it's not, not that. All. It's just like, yeah, it's like this. they really needed, I feel like they needed something like that, you know? Like how they express themselves after that, like coming up to me and saying like, that was so beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Like that means that feeling that you just get, it's like, ah, I love you. Like it's, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> ah, it's just great, you know? like yeah. Ooh. It's just because there's no layers. Yeah. There's no bullshit around it. It's just purity in mm -hmm. itself and the purity of the expression and the feeling that they had. And it's just that vulnerable space that you also got to. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, when, when someone cries, like who cries like that? It's when you're vulnerable. It's when you have your walls down. Mm -hmm. It's when you're not scared to express. It's when you're just being you. And that when they come up to you and they're still just you, like as in them mm -hmm. without all of the walls still. And you get that insight of 
touching their heart mm -hmm. and them expressing it like that in itself is such a beautiful moment of connection that nothing else would be able to explain it except for the experience in itself yeah you're right so nicely said yes <laughs> <laughs> i feel you because like, i've had moments like that too and yeah. i feel like there's nothing nothing more fulfilling and beautiful than someone just having absolutely their entire walls down yeah. that, that that are also so draining to keep up all the time yeah all the time and then suddenly there's this moment of stillness mm -hmm. of like it's like a it's like the gap in life and that gap and that connection in that gap is timeless yeah. and priceless and beyond even language can what what language can even describe that to me is life and that's what i feel when i'm talking right now but mm -hmm. it's also it's also like that's what i believe life is it's like those gaps yeah yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> <laughs> okay okay last question before we go into a nice musical amazing immersive guitar experience <laughs> plus my like made-up lyrics yeah <laughs> okay if there was one thing everyone in your life would remember you for, what would you wish that one thing to be? I feel like your questions are so good, <laughs> but I I feel like I need to, need to sit down and really think about these questions. Like they're so there's no one the most superficial things come to my mind first. Like you know, like I wish like quite frankly, like I don't even I don't even care. Yeah, <laughs> do you know why? Because for me what what matters is like my time here firstly yeah and if i made a positive impact on the people around me and the people i love or anyone who knows me that means a lot to me already and that's the greatest thing after like if i if once i leave <clears throat> i only want them to remember me in however way they want for them to feel happy not about what i want them to remember me for i frankly don't really care but i want them to think of me in any way they can think of me to move on with their life and be happy you know like to find strength somehow to just keep going because i've always felt like it's way harder for the people living than it is for the person who has moved on because you're faced with all these emotions or at least like to my knowledge i don't know about what what happens after death but I know what's here, what it's like living and having emotions and dealing with these things. And it's not easy sometimes. And like the thing that I think I would want is for the people around me or like everyone who, who knew me to think of me in a way that makes them happy and, and, you know, gives them strength. Like not for a second thinking about what I would want. I don't want them to think of like what, what I would want when... You know, if, if what would Vishal want if uh, this was if he was here? No, do what you want. Like I want what you want. You know, like yeah. do that. Like find your way to because whatever it is, like if you are happy, like I will be happy. No, yeah. you're happy. Like yeah. that is more important. Your happiness because I'm not there anymore. You know, as much and but you doing things like that helps me feel like like that. Like I'm still making an impact at least. You know, so that in itself is kind of like them. Uh, honoring my existence once you know like moving forward in life like that and being happy and using my memory or at least the memory of me to help them motivate them and be happy is probably them honoring me if that's you know there's something it. about the word honoring that i love yeah it's just so that word there's so much to it yeah i i don't know if honor is the right word but yeah it was no, the first thing I, that came to my mind like i i, I literally this word came into my entire like it, I was thinking about the word honor the past couple days. It, it, yeah, it's a and it's a very beautiful. Yeah, it's like high vibrational. Right. It's like honoring even like the shadows, the darkness. It's finding that balance. It's knowing that there will be good days, there will be bad days. We're alive or we're dead. It's honoring all of it mm -hmm. and honoring a person, honoring yourself honoring all the shadows yeah and being okay with it i think it's a really powerful word yeah so with that is there anything <laughs> you'd still like to share before we move on to our music bit oh my god no let's let's do music like that's so exciting. let's do it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's grab your guitar okay, oh my gosh i'm so excited do you want to first do your riff <clears throat> oh, or should you know we what? first do yeah i yeah i guess i, I want to thank you also for having me on this this is um 
I've always wanted to be on a podcast and to do this with you. I've always, I always, your thoughts and like the way you you think of things and and your perception of everything, I've always connected to it, and I I I I. I feel like it always comes from such an honest and good place, and it's just incredible that you, like I was saying before, like you're twenty and you have. Sh- <laughs> age <laughs> like, does not matter. It does not matter, but it is quite like astounding. <laughs> like it is, it is insane. Like am I twenty? No, okay. no, I'm joking. I'm jo- no, no, it's fine. I'm joking. This is the thing. Like I want to be honest. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, you can, but. Sometimes leaving the truth out is still honesty. I mean, you don't have to. That's true. <laughs> okay. But um, no, but really, like, just thank you so much for having me on here. Like, it, it was so nice to do this with you and, like, to think this, like, to go into these um, questions with someone like you. And it's so comfortable and so nice. And thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to remember this forever. <laughs> we Sorry. Oh, that was already in itself magic. <laughs> By the way, I can't even do that. But it's okay. It's okay. I can do all the talking. That's no problem. <laughs> you can sing, right? I'm gonna sing the my version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It works. I loved it. I don't even know what that was, but it was so nice. I don't know, but we could do this all day. Someday yeah. at a bonfire with like a mountain, many mountains, a valley, and just just nature. Yeah, and I would love that. Oh, it's going to happen. You should. Yeah. Let's do something like that. Let's manifest. Like, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. Let's just let it happen. Let's just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I realized I was going to look for the lyrics of the song that I created, but I didn't write it down. Okay. So I'm just going to be singing it. Do it. But I don't... I'll probably fuck it up, but that's okay. That's fine. <clears throat> I'll just... You just play it and I'll see if it works. <laughs> <laughs> mood? Mood is like... Mm, impacting and deep. Ooh. Okay. But not sad. It's not just sad. like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything. Okay, that works perfectly. Okay, <laughs> Let's do it.
what happens when I start writing songs in the shower so I hope you guys shower enjoyed downloads. shower downloads TM. so aliens if you hear this we humans are slowly ready at least I am I don't know about you but I am I'm joking <laughs> am I <laughs> I feel like you're not yeah I love it <laughs> okay see you guys soon Mwah!